Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the one who is speaking to you from not beyond, but uh, beneath, because under boob is the best boob. John Wayne, that's right, here I am, back for you, in your ear holes, in your mind, coming at you. I am in the neon palace of sin, nestled in the quaint, good, dirty goodness of downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm home. Two episodes in a row home, not on the road, taking a, like I said, unfortunately, if you listened last week, uh, you know, I had to cancel my Chicago trip uh, to go to Printer's Row, but I'm sure it was an amazing, amazing event, and I'm sorry I missed it. But everyone must, uh, you know, kind of get their shit together, uh, including me. But welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Here I am back home here in in Las Vegas. I am, of course, drinking a nice, hearty, big cup of black steaming coffee in my drink coffee hell Satan mug. Uh, I love it. And I am smoking a little uh, bit of that old grandpappy's medicine. That's right. As I do to keep uh, keep my powder dry, as some would say. Today I'm smoking, of course, uh, a strain that I picked up from my favorite dispensary, my local dispensary, local oasis here in downtown Las Vegas. Check them out if you're in the area. Uh, but I am smoking today, ooh, Animal Mints. This is one of my favorites. I've had Animal Mints a couple times, and I, I enjoy it. Uh, what are we sitting at here? 22.9, so that's a 23% THC. And, you know, I like that. I got to have those upper... Um, upper numbers that I, I i need that i need that strong stuff daddy needs his strong stuff and that's what i get so uh it's not too bad so i'm feeling i'm feeling fine thanks again for uh listening especially if you're new to the show hey welcome everyone i very much appreciate you checking it out i i know i've been on the road here for uh several weeks so i've met a lot of new people and and hopefully you guys are checking out the show and uh telling all your friends and and enemies uh about it so Thank you for that. Before we get going any further, I want to give a huge, huge shout out to my Patreon supporters. Guys, thank you so, so much for all you do. Uh, the support, I could not, uh, I, I couldn't live without it, and I appreciate it so, so, so much. Um, please check out my Patreon page if you haven't, and you want to uh, find out other ways to support uh, your old boy here, John Wayne. Go to johnwayneisdead.com. Uh, and hit that Patreon link, or you can go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Choose one of the tiers available, and uh, you will get all those goodies along with a monthly story that gets emailed to you. And now I send out a lot of uh, <clears throat> the stories that I send out are sometimes old ones that are out of print, uh, new stuff that is going to come out in anthologies or collections, and I, I give a sneak peek of those to my Patreon people, uh, and then one-off stories that I do uh, just sometimes for the Patreon. So, uh, very cool stuff, exclusive stuff. Also, everybody uh, who subscribes, no matter what tier it is, you get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, which uh, is coming back with a vengeance starting this week. Um, got all these interviews lined up. It's going to be amazing. That show, what it is, if you don't know, it's a, a, an interview type conversation show in which I speak to artists that I meet from around the globe uh, in all of my travels. And these are not just writers. They are a lot of them are writers, but they are uh, music.
musicians. They are uh, visual artists, sculptors, comedians, actors, singers, dancers, uh, all kinds of arts uh, I have had on and uh, and will continue. And I always uh, have a great time on that show. I always learn something very cool about someone's process or their discipline. And it's very fun and uh, <clears throat> Um, the, the conversations are always, are always great and, uh, very candid. As you know, if you listen to me, I'm a little off the cuff at times. So, uh, that's how they goes, but those shows are awesome. And any, any tier that you subscribe to, no matter what, even the $1 a month beer club, uh, beer money club, uh, on Patreon, you get access to all of those episodes. There's over 120 back episodes and more to come. Uh, so you have lots of stuff. Plus I am putting all kinds of goodies out on my Patreon wall, and you all get access to that also, regardless of what tier you're subscribed to. And that includes videos of performances, uh, readings that I do while I'm on the road, and I am uh, previewing new John Wayne is Dead songs on my Patreon. So only my Patreon people are going to get these exclusive first looks at and first listens. Um, to the songs that are coming out on our new record very, very soon, uh, titled Who Hurt You? And uh, ooh, it is so fucking good. I'm so stoked on that. But please check out my Patreon. Uh, I appreciate the support. Um, regardless, uh, tell a friend, you know, share share a, a, some of my stuff out there. And uh, that uh, that support I appreciate greatly. And just listening to the show, you guys fucking rule. I appreciate it so, so much. So thank you. Check it out. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Or go to the Patreon link on... John Wayne is dead dot com. So, like I said, uh, I was talk- just talking about the record. Got some uh, mastered tracks from our producer and um, talk back and forth about some stuff. <clears throat> this was very cool. Like, I if you if you've been listening to the show, you know I'm. I've been talking about this record. I'm very excited about it. Um, Chris and I have been playing um, a lot more shows, you know, than we have in the you know, been lately to get, you know, ready and just to, you know, kind of get prime and, and, and get the, get the, the, the hype out there. Also, it's hard to play shows when I live in Las Vegas and he lives in Houston, but, um, you know, I do pick up the solo stuff out there on the road, uh, as well. But anyway, we're, we're playing a lot in anticipation of, of this record. And, uh, one, this is a very cool thing I thought. So, um, our producer, uh, who's a ultra talented musician in his own right, a multi-instrumental uh, musician, and just a smart, like very smart musically. Like he, he's he's just gifted. He's very talented um, when it comes to uh, the production of music as well and the recording of music. So he he's working on the production side, you know, and he um, he's just really put something special uh in this record i can't say enough good things about it but one of the cool cool little exchanges we had last week was uh he had asked me um what were a few of my favorite uh punk rock albums he's like i meant to ask you this earlier but what like give me like a top three or, or something like that if you can and so i listed uh you know um three records and the first one i i listed was good morning uh from alkaline trio and, um, you know, he was like, all right, cool, cool. And a, a little while later, uh, he hit me back and was like, wow. Uh, he's like, wow, that's, you know, I was just trying to get a sense. You know, there's there's a there's a few producers that I whose style I am, you know, take I take, uh, you know, things from I, I'm learning from their style or I hope to emulate that kind of a style or whatever. And uh <clears throat> He said the 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 first uh, he said the main he he's, I'm sorry I'm all over the place this is some weed good ass weed motherfucker 
No, he said, uh, you know, um, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find this guy's name is another thing I'm doing so I don't fuck this up. Uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, so anyway, he's like, it's interesting, uh, and I don't know what this means or whatever, but the main guy that I, you know, one of the main producers I look up to and, and, and learn from is a guy named Jerry Finn, and I, I like his style, and he is the producer who, he's the guy who produced Good Morning for the Alkaline Trio, and that's the first record I listed. So I don't know, it's like this weird, uh, I say all that to say, like, I, I just feel like there's something special in this record, and, and in the, the songs, and in the production, and the presentation, and it's just going to be awesome. I'm very super, super excited about it. Uh, also, like I was saying, some shows coming up uh, here. If you're in the Las Vegas area, please, please, please come. See uh, Chris Jett and I. He'll be flying uh, Jet setting out here to Vegas for um, <clears throat> about 10 days or so to play some shows with me and hang out. September 27th, we will be at Artifice in downtown Las Vegas. That is a free show. We'll be playing from 9 to uh, nine to 12, I believe, 9 to midnight. And then uh, October 3rd, we will be at my favorite place in all of this Vegas land, Berlin, or a.k.a. the Berlin Bar, if you're looking for it. Uh, October 3rd, we'll be playing from 9 to 11 there, and that is going to be off the chain. And then uh, I think we have one more show that I just need to confirm, and I'll announce that. But if you're in Las Vegas uh, in those coming weeks, hey, come check us out. Those are free shows, and you'll get uh, you know to hear some of the new material and, and have a, a good time with us. So we're getting uh, stoked and ready for that. Um, for sure. Also coming up, I've got Creep Eye Econ um, out there. In that uh, stands for Inland Empire, which is what they call LA. I'm learning all these things. I don't know, but um, <clears throat> that's going to be September 23rd and 24th. So I'll do that right before I do these shows, and I'm stoked for that. Uh, everything that I've heard about that convention is is that it's huge, and it's going to be even bigger this year. They've got a bunch of cool ass like fucking names. Uh, Tim Curry is going to be there only on Saturday, but I mean, that's fucking pretty big. Uh, so it's supposed to be huge. I'm super excited if you're in LA, um, and, or, you know, and you're already coming out to that or, um, looking for something to do. I think, so I think it might be sold out already, but don't uh, quote me on that, but it's just that Saturday and Sunday. And I know it's going to be awesome. So I'm stoked for that. Uh, just getting all my inventory together and ready for that as well. But, um, you know, that's, that's the last episode I did was just a few days ago. So not too, too much has happened. I did. Oh, <clears throat> I did go, uh, see, uh, the lovely Scarlet and I went to, um, see taking back Sunday, uh, over the weekend, they did a free show, free concert, uh, on Fremont street. Uh, they're here in Vegas. They, uh, they do, I think it's a week, I think it's weekly, uh, free concert series. That's, uh, their, um, on Fremont Street in in the Fremont ex- Street experience, it's outside. Um, the sets are pretty short. I think it's like an hour or so that they play, and you know, there's no opener or anything like that. Just the band comes out and plays, and uh, it was very it was cool to go see a free Taking Back Sunday show. We were very we were we got there. You know, they they set up these kind of makeshift like. Uh, security stations where like if you're gonna go into the part to see the show because it's all outside and it's just chaos everyone's just walking around so they kind of corral everyone that's not going to the show into some weird hallway that they've fashioned off to the side and then everyone that's going you have to go through these metal detectors and stuff like that so um we did that it was you know it was just hot it, it got packed out like a lot of those shows 
you know, it depends. They're all pretty fucking packed no matter what, because it's like a, it's a free fucking concert and they're all always like professional bands. It's never going to be like, uh, you know, Chili Willy and the Shananas. It's it's somebody that, you know, you know, regardless of whether you're into that music or, or not, um, but it's going to draw people and lots of people come to those shows. They're fucking free. Why not? Um, but it's still fucking hot uh, here in Vegas. It's still hot everywhere, I know. It's getting cooler at night, cooler in the morning, it's, it's fine. But uh, even though it was night, we were just, like, jam-packed in there. It was fucking hot. And then there's this whole open, like, the, the VIP area in front of us. Like, we had our barrier. We were right up against the barrier, I guess, the first one. And then there's, like, this open space and another barrier on the stage. And this open area is, like, the pit or, or what you consider to be, like, I don't know, like... Uh, stage you know whatever fucking st- front of stage like if it was ga like general admission for the whole thing we'd all just be pushed up against there but they had this space carved out for i guess vips or whatever and you had to have some special bracelet and uh the, the most annoying part of the evening was i was like why aren't we up in that like why aren't we in that vip section because the the security was like at some point before the show like we had like a half an hour or something to kill and they're walking around like that barrier just like here you go, just handing, like, gifting out the wristbands for the VIP area people and to fill it up and stuff. And then you got your usual suspects, people that we know around Vegas, whatever we see. There's a lot of fat wreck people were in there. And I'm like, why the fuck am I not in there? So Scarlett and I went around to to the door, to the entrance to that, and told the guy, we're like, hey, he's like, can I see your wristband? You guys have wristbands? We're like, no, that uh, lady just asked if we wanted to go up front and, and just, just go over here, she said. And she was like, what lady? And I'm like, that lady over there, you know, just trying to like, she, oh, there she goes. Oh, uh, she, yeah, she just said, we don't go up front. And, and yeah, and she said, come over here. This guy was like, yeah, we had, she just said it. Oh, there she goes. And the guy was like, sorry, guys, no go. No, you have to have a wristband. We're like, fuck. So we tried um, to get people like I, I was like, man, I'm not fucking when people were walking by, even if they didn't have the wristbands to hand out, all the people around us were like, me, me, can I have a wristband, me, me? Like, and I'm like, man, I'm not fucking begging you guys for a fucking wristband. You give me one or you fucking don't. Um, and well, they didn't. So needless to say, we still had a really good time. Um, <clears throat> saw uh, cut pretty much most of the set. And uh, I think we cut out there before the last couple songs just to uh it just it was fucking hot, and we wanted to go to Berlin and have some beers, and that's what we did. So that was cool. But another thing um, outside what I've been act- like throwing myself into work wise these last few days, um, a lot if you you know a lot of people if you listen to this show uh, for a while, you know you know Nick P, my 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 buddy, my brother, um, my all time best friends. He and I a couple of years back. Uh, before I even moved to Las Vegas, still in Houston, we we came up with this idea that we wanted to put together um, some kind of like a, a a magazine type of thing, like a parody magazine or a, a humor magazine along the lines of something like a mad magazine or a cracked magazine um, from back in the day. Now, those like don't really exist in print anymore, I know. But this was like a fun idea we had and it and because we were looking for something else to have at my booth when we're on the road to to make a little extra scratch for gas that's pretty much where this concept came from like hey let's make this magazine and 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 all like all that we sell of these will just just strictly be gas money no matter what like that that just goes into the gas tank so we're like all right now we we went through many concepts uh we came up with so many ideas of how we wanted this to go what kind of stories were going to be in there were these stories going to tie together were they going to be separate pieces 
what, what kind of, uh, you know, we came up with a bunch of fake products. And, and if, you know, I know I've put some of them up, some pictures of them up on my Instagram over, you know, t- some, sometimes. And um, if, if any of you remember when uh, my buddy Lee, a.k.a. Remix Plethora uh, Hip Hop Toys, released the uh, Fuck Watch, that was one of the products we came up with, Nick P and I. Uh, so we have all these things and all these products and uh, all these drawings that I did for this. And... Um, all of these stories that I wrote from our writing sessions, from our, you know, con- you know, conceptual meetings and talking about what these are going to be. And I, I was like, you know what, man, I'm putting this fucking magazine out. I'm, I'm just, you know, I got to put it together. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I want this thing to come out. Like, I want to have it at the booth. I want to have it on the website. It's, it's, you know, there's so much work that we put into this initially for it to just wither on the vine or not get out. Now, the reason why it's taken so long, you know, of course, um, <clears throat> number one, I moved. Uh, so I, I, you know, Nick and I don't have our weekly writing sessions where we would have that anymore. And then it, it was a lot of like, you know, we just kind of couldn't get on the same page with it a lot of times. Like, I think we had like a whole one of the hotel rooms we were in, we we planned like we got a bottle of whiskey and, you know, rolled some joints and we we put this whole timeline together of how these stories were going to go uh in the magazine and and you know then the ones that needed to be written still and it was like pieces of paper across this you know across the tv stand over to the desk to the to the fucking um bed that were like this timeline each piece was like a this goes here this is going to go here this is going to go here and it was like a lot of work that basically amounted to nothing like we you know we had all the pieces of paper uh, I took a bunch of notes as to like what, like, you know, okay, I'll change this, this, because, you know, I was doing the the writing, writing, well, Nick and I were conceptualizing it together. Um, but at the end, like when I, I now take a, took a look at it with fresh eyes, start, starting, a, you know, about a week ago, um, and went through all the stuff that I had written. I went through all the stories. I went through all of the notes that I had taken about this, that Nick, from Nick and I chatting. And, um, I I came to the conclusion that a lot of it it was it was ungapachka it was too much there was too, I was trying to jam too much uh, story wise like into this one issue of a magazine right um, it was just like man this is gonna this is just this is this is gonna be difficult to follow and it's already difficult for us to try to piece this together so what I decided to do was strip out all these other, several elements and just focus on you know, these two characters that are in every story, the six stories that are going to be in, that aren't, are in this magazine, um, uh, meat and grease, uh, are the characters. And the good, the, the awesome thing about meat and grease is like, they, while it is the adventures of meat and grease, they're really like kind of side characters in each story. They're just, they're there. They're the, the unifying element throughout the stories, but there's other things that are happening around them to other people and other characters. Um, and they just happen to, here's meat and grease. So uh, I had a lot of fun with, you know, with that and re- kind of doing some rearranging and rewriting and, and that. And then uh, I, I've, I, I just sat down. I bought, I fucking have just been uh, nose to the grindstone on this. Like as far as formatting pages, how I want, you know, that takes a lot. It took, it's taken me a long time. I don't know. I mean, there's probably, you know, uh, shortcuts and easier ways to, you know, anytime you do think something a lot, it's going to get easier for you. But um, it's, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a fun process, but it's, it's, I've definitely thrown a ton of fucking time into this. Uh, 
a lot of hours of setting up a lot of, you know, kind of learning trial and error, formatting these things. And I, and then I've had to go back and draw a lot more, uh, a lot of other illustrations for, for it as well, uh, that, that weren't done yet or, or hadn't, you know, been maybe conceptualized until I was like, Oh, I could do this for this and this for this. So, um, I've been putting that together. Like, uh, as soon as actually I'm done with this record, I'm going to get back to it because I am uh, getting pretty close to where I think I can get a, a test one uh, made and make sure everything, you know, uh, passes uh, mustard or whatever, mustard or cuts, cuts mustard, who knows, uh, up to snuff, up to par, uh, and I will be putting it out there uh, for everyone to check out because uh, I think... I think you're gonna like it. I'm gonna have it definitely at the table. It's definitely gonna be on the website. I'll be announcing it. Don't don't fret about that. Um, if you're not already following me, just uh, follow at uh, John Wayne is dead on Instagram or TikTok or just my name John Wayne Caminale on my Facebook, and you'll get all those updates. Uh, and or if you go to JohnWayneIsDead.com, there's a little window that pops up right away. You could join the mailing list, and I will be sending out uh, as soon as that comes out as well. So. A uh, few different ways to to find out information about it, but I am very very excited uh, about it, um, and, and just working on it has been has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's just, uh, and I'm glad that it's coming out. I'm glad it's going to see the light of day and have uh, have its have its life, and then hopefully, you know, this this is officially going to be Gas Money Magazine issue one, uh, and it's spelled G A. Dollar sign, dollar sign, get it? As uh, you know what I'm saying. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully it, it, the reception is well and it's uh, a hit and we can do issue two and three and four and all of those uh, uh, beyond. So anyway, very exciting. Um, I'm very excited about that uh, super much. So check that out. Also, good stuff coming. Don't worry. Don't fret. In October, I have two books that come out from Dead Sky Press. All of your dreams will come true when you're dead. My Splatter Western will finally be released, finally dropped to the masses, as well as my collection from Oddness Press, The Curse Collection, uh, 13 Stories of Curses of You. Uh, all different, but having to deal with, uh, you know, something that may be a curse on, on, on you or uh, somebody else. Who knows? But check that out, and also the signature sheets for my special edition from Thunderstorm Press, uh, Electric City's Neon Infection. The uh, signature sheets, because these are all going to be signed, numbered, limited editions, they are en route to my doorstep right now. I'll be signing them later today and sending them off uh, to where they need to be bound into the books, and the books will be then released, and it will be amazing. So stay tuned for the uh, specific release dates on those and how to get a hold of uh, that, because that those will go super, super fast. So anyway... um. I think that's that's what's been going on uh, around here for me to, uh, you know, these last few days, kind of like I said, getting reacclimated. Uh, still, you know, I went to the gym every single day last week, uh, two two-a-days, did my first uh, two-a-day of this week yesterday. Uh, and I also I came from the gym right before starting this record. So, hey, uh, I'm keeping up with it. I'm getting my shit together, getting back on track with every thing. So, um, I think, uh, that being said, we will move on to our card of the day reading. So, uh, as you may know or not know, I do a card of the day, uh, reading here on every episode. Um, if you follow my Instagram at John Wayne is dead, I do a card of the day on my story every single day. Um, and today the card, uh, that we have chosen, um, if you watched my story this morning, uh, the day of the record is the 10 of wands in the reversed 
position. Now, uh, before we go any further, you know, uh, the way that I, I view tarot and, and look at it, this is not prediction, predicting the future or, or telling, you know, someone what's going to happen. This is a thought exercise. This helps you get perspective and helps you to look at something a little differently, uh, which, you know, sometimes we need a, a hard stop to pull back because we're too close to, to the situation or the idea or or whatever, you know, it's um, it's about thinking about things and approaching them um differently and in a way that is going to help you reach your goals, your higher goal, become the best self you can be, all of that good stuff. So, Ten of Wands reversed. Now, the Ten of Wands card, what it looks like is uh, the person on it is uh, trekking along through the uh, desert and or, you know, the, the area, the, the land, if you will, carrying um, in their hands in front of them ten large staffs which are the wands and you know they're carrying them all by themselves they look like maybe they're struggling some um but they are definitely uh shouldering that entire uh load <laughs> load uh but anyway so uh we have that card and that this card uh is in the reverse position which means it's upside down so it's going to be a little bit uh different so so like i said the person on the card um is is you know, carrying a, a heavy load or, or burden or, you know, and they're doing it all by themselves. Um, so when we get this card in the reversed uh, position, it's it's a big sign that, you know, maybe even like you would have gotten even from me just d- describing the card um, is that we're taking on in, in this moment at this time in our lives, whatever it may be, there's some area or some aspect where we are taking on too much by ourselves. Um, you know, a lot of times we do this just because uh, we're trying to please people. We're trying to please everybody. Um, we're trying to keep everyone happy at the expense of our own comfort and happiness. Uh, we're trying to just be the one that that does it all, you know? And, and, and t- sometimes this is because you don't trust that anybody can do anything else correctly or the way you want it done so you just take it all on yourself um and you know that's just where we're at right now whatever that may be to you but with this card coming up it's just kind of like a reminder or a sign or something to think like you know what this this is hard and we this is not something we have to do by ourselves. I mean, it, it just could also be something that, you know, not just like a bunch of tasks or um, projects that you're carrying. This could be like something that you just have a burden, like, you know, something bothering you, something uh, that you're carrying around, maybe, you know, uh, how you feel about a certain thing or um, anything, like relationships or, or depression, at least something that we just are holding on ourselves and not sharing. And, and because we are like, well, we don't want to put that, we don't want to put our troubles upon someone else, you know, uh, it, I know how it is like a lot of people will, will, will be like, you know, hey, if you ever need anything, I'm here, I'm here to talk. And, I, you know, and I usually there's like, yeah, thank you. I'm glad you said, you know, people say that. But I think what happens, uh, probably a lot of people, because I feel this way, is that I feel like a lot of times that's lip service, even from good friends and family, you know, hey. I, you know, you, I get it. You care about me, but we we often feel like, yeah, this is my shit, man. I don't want I don't want to put this on you. I don't want you to have to think about this or to worry about me or think I'm stupid for this or whatever, whatever it may be. But 
in a sense, like when we're doing that, the thing that we have to realize is, you know, we, we might in uh, inadvertently be pushing people away who, who really do want to help us and maybe can see something's wrong or sense it. And, and we're just like, no, no, no. And thereby, you know, damaging friendships, relationships or whatever. We just need to realize that it is okay to share these things. And, you know, we just, you know, find the right person to share them with. If we have, you have a therapist or, um, or a, a friend, you know, there uh, that's definitely not paying you lip service, somebody that, you know, like we all have that too. So we just, that's, this is the time to go to that person or, you know, whoever they may be to, to talk about something, whatever's bothering you. It, now's the time to do that. And, and, the, and then the other side of things, if it's something like you're, like I was saying, like tasks, like, uh, we're just taking too much work on or projects. We need to kind of loosen the right. Re- look at this as like, let's loosen the reins a little bit. Hey, let's step back. Uh, maybe, you know, check that ego uh, some and, and start to at least little by little delegate, delegate um, some things, uh, some things out there uh, because uh, you just can't do it all by yourself. I mean, we just can't. Um, we just can't do it. Uh, also, like um, another side of this uh, card, just one more aspect of it that I like to highlight is uh, this can also represent that we're we're carrying around a lot of things, like you know, the, all these wands and and all of these things we put upon ourselves that we are fretting over or carrying, and they're things that we cannot change, like things that we have no power over changing at all. But yet we are throwing so much energy, so much time into fretting and worrying and complaining or, you know, rehashing these things. Now is the time. Hey, let them go. We have to let that go. If you can't change it, it is no, it is no, you're doing yourself no service, just fucking on and on and on and on. You're going to, you know, throw yourself in all kinds of negative thought cycles and all kinds of stuff. And this isn't your, your energy can be better spent is what I'm saying. You know, realize that if you can't change it, it's not worth throwing more and more energy into. So anyway, there we go. 10 of wands reversed. That is our card of the day. Hope you got something out of that. I know I did. Uh, if you didn't know, I I drew a tarot deck, which uh, the John Wayne is Dead tarot skeleton deck. That's available over there at johnwayneisdead.com and at the booth at my uh, all of my conventions. Now, Corey Hotline, dead, dead, dead. No calls, no texts. Corey misses you, but that's okay. I know everyone's going through it out there, uh, but please. Give us a call. What is the Corey Hotline? It's a call. It's a it's a call. It's a phone line you can call. Uh, leave a message for the show. Ask uh, your questions, comments. You know, uh, if you have something, topic, ideas, weather reports, whatever it may be, you can call anytime, day or night. 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. I'll play your message here on the show, and we will... Um, discuss what you have to say, answer questions. You can also text to the number if you don't want to leave your your voice there on a permanent recording or, uh, or, or or maybe you're in a place where you have like, oh, I got to ask this question, but you can't talk on the phone. You can text 832-930-1347 and uh, just make sure you tell me your name if you would like me to give you credit for it. Um, but uh, please give us a call. We always uh, enjoy hearing from people and listeners uh, of the show. So, Anyway, on onward and 
upward. So, guys, I have to say, I kind of did bury the lead a little bit up top because this show, uh, this episode, is it's kind of a special episode. It's a little in that it's a little different than the rest. Now, I know that at times I I do have guests on on John Wayne lied to you, but it's uh, you know the the majority of it is just me, you know, kind of talking about things, telling stories, recapping the conventions. Um, but uh, you know, and, and like I said earlier, the Awesome Dude for Life show is, is more the interview show. That one always has guests on it. Uh, but you know, sometimes things happen, and and you you go with it. And this. This is a, you know, very uh, interesting turn of events. Now, uh, one thing, I think I've said this, and and maybe Scarlett's even uh, probably mentioned the sentiment here on the podcast or or whatever, but when you live in Las Vegas, you know, people will just show up or, we're coming to Vegas, or here we are, hey, what are you know, and that can happen uh, you know, any day of the week, all having weeks in a row, whatever, because people are here just here to party. And, and, and it's like, oh, yeah, but I, I live here. So everyone wants to hang out, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, today, it, it, it worked out, I, I got a, a call um, not too long before starting this record and, and kind of got it set up. Uh, so we have a, a special guest joining us today. Just flew in, and uh, they should be here any moment now. I, I think that uh, I gave them a direction. Let me check my phone and see. An... Hello. Oh, hey. Hi, I'm here. Yeah, hold on. Let me get. I'll get you. Come. Hold, uh, let me get the door right. Here. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hey. Hey, how are you? Cosa no hello. So good to see you. Yeah, come in. Let's get to the to the mic. What's the microphone? Okay, this very good. Wow, this is okay. Yeah, but um, come on, come on. It's exciting. I just very exciting. I know. Okay, let me. Get, I got you set up right here. So, okay. So wow, this is uh, my, wow, Las Vegas. Am I right? Uh, y- yeah. Um. So let me. I know it's exciting. Let me. Let me go ahead and. Um. I guess set this up or introduce you. Uh. So yeah. Please. Please. Uh. Let them. Uh. Please go. Use your show. This very. I'm very excited. Um. Okay. So like I said, people come into town. They don't know. They call you and they're like, Hey, I'm here. Uh. And I got that call today. Um. This is a a cousin of mine, distant cousin. Um. Of mine from. Uh, I guess uh, we'll get into Eastern Eastern Europe somewhere. Um, but they called me. Yes, I caught I caught dude into the into the mic. Oh, sorry. Yes, into uh, mic. I call you. Yeah, I'm setting. Uh, I'm gonna let me set it. Oh, say sorry, sorry. Call, call, call. Um, so I I got a call. You know, coming out of the gym this morning, like I said, working out, and I get this call, and uh, it's uh from. My cousin, yes, I just you, my cousin, and uh, he said he was here at the airport, and uh, he he wanted to uh, see me. He was coming to Las Vegas. He had, uh, so he said he would explain it all to me, um, but he wanted to see me. I told him, well, I mean, I'm doing this podcast, and and I, he said, hey, perfect, let's let's do that. Would be great. Could I come on the show? Um, I said, yes, sure. Let me call you right back. I hung up. Uh, and I called my mom, my maza, hello mom, uh, and I, I asked her, is this person uh, really related to us? And she, uh, she, she sighed really like a long sigh, but, uh, but I think it was, that's, that's Judy, yes, this is, she's so, 
she's so funny. Yeah, that's yes. Uh, she sighed, and I think I heard her shake her head over the phone. But she said yes. Uh, that that was my cousin, and then and they were uh, all good. They weren't going to come murder me or anything like that. So I decided to have uh, invite them over to just be on the podcast with me and, and talk about uh, why you know why not we could all just get to to know them uh, together. So hey, um, this is my cousin um, John. John Lemon. John, hi, hello. My name is uh, John Lennon. Lemon, and uh, I am. So hold on. You said, uh, "What did you say your name was?" John Lennon. Lemon. Um, John. John Lennon. Yeah. See, that's why um, we are so uh, like um, kindred spirit. You and I, because. I, uh, your name is John Wayne, like a big cowboy American, and that's your first name, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my first name. So, yeah, I go by John Wayne. I my, my, like, my life struggle, I say. My first name's not John. It's, it's all John Wayne. That's my first name. Exactly, yes. And that is my first name is John Lennon. So, see how we are so already so similar. Okay, so your first, your first name is John Lennon, like, the beat like the Beatles. That's just the Beatles. Um, yes, and that's also kind of a struggle because he is very famous, so people love him and love his music. And then they uh they say, Oh, it's John Lennon is here. Oh, why don't you uh play a song or you know, imagine all the people? I I get it, yeah. Uh, that can be annoying. Um, but what did you say? You said something else after did you say Lennon Lennon? Like is it a double thing? No, no. It's John Lennon. That's my first name. You call me John Lennon. And my last name is Lemon. 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 Yes, yeah, see? Um, that's uh, my name. John Lennon Lemon. And um, it's from, um, you know, over where I am from. It's very common last name. Everybody, um, so many lemons. You're in school. It's like, oh, we're having like a big lemon party and something. And uh, I said, no, you know, we just, everybody's name is lots of lemons. So your last, so your parents named you John Lennon Lemon. No, no, John Lennon as your first name, knowing that your last name was Lemon. Yes, um, so, that's, uh, yeah, that's something different, or uh, is that translate to different here? No, it's it's fine. So, where exactly um, you said you were from? Um, I always say I'm from Eastern European, and I am, um, you know, what what part of Eastern? There's a lot of, I mean, that's a big part. I mean, there's a war in, in Ukraine. I think that's, that's Eastern Europe, uh, isn't it? No, I am not some Ukraine so per se, but east of east, you know where east is in Europe in Eastern Europe. Uh, I get, I get. So east of that is where I I live, right there, East Europe, and uh, it it's it's been um, a small town, but I am. Uh, that's why you know, coming to some place so big like Las Vegas, I am like oh blown away that's why it took me so long to get from uh the airport yeah i was wondering because the airport is um i don't know maybe 20 minutes away and and i think you called me like two hours ago or or something like that did you get lost no so what happened is you um you know you get here it's slow slow machine soon as you come off 
of the the plane. Yeah, right, right there. Yeah, it's right there. The gate. So I was, uh, and I go to, and I was like, no, no, don't tell play the far slot you come to. You know that's not good. So I was like, bad luck. So I go and I find they have them everywhere, and they had them. You know, I find one in the bathroom. You, um, what? Yeah, the slow machine in the bathroom. I went into and I played that, and <laughs> I come out a big winner. So wait, I'm sorry. I haven't been. I guess I haven't been to the the Vegas airport in a while. But I don't remember them putting slot machines um, in in the bathroom. What did you, like? What did you win? Oh, so I so I go in and I put the tell you. You know how um, I they say free play if you come here. Free play, so much free play. Uh, so I go in. I guess this somebody left this machine on free play and it's by the sinks and. I turn the knob, I spin, you know, like the slot, and uh, out come, uh, I win at a pre, uh, a little tube comes down, and I say, oh, pre-roll joint here in the illegal city of Las Vegas, and I say, oh, my, want a joint right off the bat. Oh, um, I don't think that that is how, I'm, do you still... Do you still have it? I decided to keep it because I say I come to my cousin's house and he smokes so much weed, uh, like a big Trumacan badass, right? And I say I save it because this is a good sign of good luck because the trip already is prosperous. Okay, um, so you save that for us. We'll take a look at that later. Um, so John Lennon, Lemon, yo, John Lennon, yeah, you call me John Lennon or JL, you know, whatever. Just not John. Don't call me John. It's not my name. It's John Lennon. Okay, uh, John Lennon. Um, so you're you're here. It's so it's good to see you, man. I'm I'm very uh, so good to see you. you. Look so good. There's tattoos and everything, like American. I love it. Uh, yeah. So it's good to see you. Good to meet you. Um, I'm really this is cool. I have, I think we're gonna have a good time. Um hanging out but like you, you were very adamant about like you know you know you wanted to come on the show you, i told you i was doing the show you were like you want to come on yeah i did. You very much want to come on. yeah you wanted to come on and talk about something and uh so you know i was like yeah absolutely this this is great you know i i can roll with it i love talking to people especially new people and and you know if you're my cousin from eastern europe of course you know what but what so what are you what are you doing here like what's 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 the deal like uh why why did you come to las vegas without telling anybody also um i am no an author just like you my american cousin i am book writing oh okay awesome okay cool hell yeah that's that's very cool man i guess it runs in the family a little bit like that huh yeah just so good to runs in the family and um i say uh, yeah, so I am here to, you know, just uh, basically launch my my career as book writer like you, like my cousin, my famous cousin, right? No, um, I don't. Okay, so first of all, thank, thanks for saying that. I'm not really famous at, at all, um, really in any right. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I sure can help you. Like, so... So what's the deal? Like the book, what is it? Is it out? Or is it? Does it have like a U.S. release already? And you're here to like start doing like a promotional tour, or or just kind of do some readings? Yes, no. So I um, it's not out yet, but uh, that's why I am here. It's it's not out yet, so it's coming. It's coming out like soon. Like I guess like this week while you're here. No, no, it's not coming out yet. I have to find some. I have to put it out still. Okay. Um. Uh, so. 
How long? Okay, so you just came here to promote a book that is is not out yet, and does not have a release date. Yes, that's right. Because I look up. Um, I'm just one day I'm on the internet and I'm looking at things and. Uh, you know, I like to watch uh, my stories, my shows, lots of tire porn and uh, tire, tire. Did you say tired porn? Is what is that like? Sleepy or old? No, no tire, tire like robot tire. Yeah, is it tire porn? Tire porn. I don't know if I'm familiar. So uh, it was so it's like the biggest thing where in my in, in my country where I am from, where I live, Eastern European, Eastern. Um, is you put, uh, they put uh, people uh, in a big truck tire, right? And they roll it down the hill. And people are fucking inside the tire. And sometimes it's uh, wet, squirty tire. Or sometimes it's in the snow or, uh, you know, sorts of different things. Mud, that's for anal and things. Uh, but yeah, so I, you know, it's one of my things I like to watch. <laughs> no judgment, man. You know, I'm just free, sexy, whatever. Yeah, I, that's cool. I just, um, I'm actually going to write that down if you don't mind. No, I send you a link. It's fine. I've got many accounts. So um, I'm looking at some tire porn and I'm going in this following links and then I see, um, uh, you know, I, I see that, uh, you know, what's my cousin doing in America? My And I see you are writing books. Uh, there's many books out. Horror, huh? right? Horror books. And uh, you blend the band, and it's all a good. And I say, you know what? I have figured it out. What What did you figure out? I figure out what I'm going to do now because I see you to success in the books and everything. And I say, I will write a books too. So okay, so I inspired you to to start writing. How long ago was this? This was six days ago. Six days. Uh, you just just started writing this no i say um so i write most of books so i come here because i am ready for big time and i come and i see it. so first i look at you i read i research all and i see you you write a psychological horror you say all the time it's a psychological horror twisty turny um also with the twilight zone like i know i you say this all the time like all the time well, yeah, but I'm just trying to describe it. Right, right. So you do that psychological horror, twisty turn. You know, so I say, okay, well, John Lennon, uh, what kind of horror are you going to write? And I sit there and I think about it. And I come up with, it's perfect. And I am now writing philosophical horror. Um, philosophical horror. Yes, Yes, it's genius, right? Who, who write a physiological, philosophical, did calm, calm down, philosophical horror. So I get so excited. It's so excited being here. You, my American cousin. Um, so you know, um, and that's how I differ, but kind of the same, right? Then you know, because we are the same family. Yeah. So when you say, okay. Psych- so I like I said, so my psychological horror, you the twisty turny thing, yeah. The twisty turny you say all the time, yeah. I know. Uh, what do you mean by philosophical horror? I guess like uh, I'm not. What would you, you What would your pitch uh, be to describe that uh, type of thing? So you know, like philosophy, philosophical things, is where you think um, about things. You don't necessarily have like, uh, you know. 
emotional reaction or a physical reaction. You stay yourself and you think and you learn from the experience. So like, and you try to figure out uh, what is a good thing about it or, you know, you learn. It's, it's philosophical, horror. Okay, um, that's still kind of that's still kind of vague. I, I like I'm, I'm into it. I'm I'm not trying to whatever, but I just I guess I don't. Um, it, okay, so this book you're writing, it's a f- philosophical, philosophical philosophical. I know we're all getting we're both getting confused here. Um, the, a little bit of a language barrier. Uh, so give me I guess an example. Like what um. This book you have mostly written, you say mostly, yeah, it's mostly written. Most of it's in my head, but it's still written. Okay, uh, so 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 tell me about that. Tell, give me the the rundown on that. Okay, so to never ask. So um, it is uh, it, it's my um book is called is the title. Okay, you stab my face, but I get it. You stab my face, but I get it. You stab my face. But I get it. That's the night. That's the title by John Lennon Lemon. Okay. Yes. And so what happened is so like for instance, this is no spoiler. Um, but you you know just so you want to give it Mary a little bit more te- contextualization. Um, you know one character he is um in it and this killer stab him in the face bad like just stab right to the face and. You know, where he's maybe initially would be like, oh, no, no it's a stab. Stop stabbing me on the face. And now, oh, I might die and I am ugly and uh, whatever. Now, like into my brain. But instead of that, he's not thinking that. He say in his head because the knife he cannot speak is stabbing. And he say to himself, maybe, you know what? This could be uh, the break I am needing because... I want to one day be famous actor and I'm maybe not handsome enough, but now that I've been stabbed in the face, I'll get surgery and I can look like, you know, Rock Hudson or Don Juan de Marco or something. And then that could help my career. See, he's been, oh, so he's, um, so the, so this is the guy, like, he, he gets a face surgery. Oh, no, no, he dies. He's dead. But the thing is, before he die, he don't get mad or scream. He said, maybe, you know what? Maybe I get new face off. And that's his philosophy when he is being stabbed in the face. Um, okay, so I still don't think that that even is exactly what philosophy or philosophicalness is necessarily. I feel like uh, you're kind of like grasping. Okay, no. So let me no. Then give you another uh, example. Then so okay. So this is not another spoiler. No, this is how the book the book opens like this and. Um, you know, it's uh, the killer. Um, stab man has got a. Did you say his name was Stab Man? No, it's not his name, but he is a Stab Man. He stab. He stabs with. He's a Stab Man. Y'all think you don't call them Stab Man here in Americas? No. Okay. So, um, so anyway, he touches many uh stabbies and noise to his car to the front. Okay, and then 
um, he points it at uh, this character who is riding uh, the bike or whatever down the street, and uh, he runs into them with all the stabs and knives and stab him all over. And instead of him to scream or, uh, you know, him say, oh, no, why? I don't deserve this. He actually, as he is stabbed all on the, 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 the front of the car, he says, hmm, maybe I should have taken the bus. Public transportation is a good thing. And I was on my bike, but if I was on the bus, this would not have happened. Ride the bus. And that's, 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 that's what he, he gets out of that. So what happens is he start riding like the bus after that. Like he gets out of the hospital and he's like, becomes a bus driver. Oh, no, 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 no. He's very dead. That's actually like his fleeting thoughts as he goes to hell because he got definitely go to hell. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's like that. It's a philosophy of all of, you know, this, you, what makes you think and change your uh, perspective on that's, uh, you know, that's that's it. I think that's a very good explanation. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty good. Hey, so, so John Lennon, yeah, John Lennon, Lennon. Uh, so you just, so you just started writing, or, or or maybe just started writing this book. It, it, what is some other like? I guess what else do you like to do over in uh, Eastern Europe, European uh, Eastern? Oh, yes. Um, that's great. Because, yeah, writing is not my whole life. You know, it's like I get up every day and I'm like, oh, I'm a writer now. So all I do have to do is write. No, I am very many layered being or many like things. So my hobbies, uh, my two main favorite hobbies are um, rave and ecstasy. So did you did you say rave? What did you say? Rave and ecstasy, my two favorite hobbies rave and ecstasy do you mean like like a like a dance like a like those kind of right yeah that's okay that's i get it my little joke but yeah um rave is 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 um you know like uh starbucks is here every corner is coffee for starbucks yeah i i guess so that's why in my town in my country is rave every Corner is a rive house. There's a rive house here, rive house there. You could get your own horse converted to permanent rive if you want, if you have the money or the time. I don't know. But okay, okay, okay. So your hobbies are going to raves. Yes, rive. Going going to rave. We call it rive. We just call it rive. Rave. Um, and then uh, do, doing ecstasy? Yes, the, the loss of ecstasy. Like, this is my favorite thing. Um, especially because it's like rive and ecstasy go hand in hand. And it's very fun. I love to do it. I am on so many ecstasies right now. Um, that I am all, that's why I'm so joyful. So you're rolling like right right now. Those <laughs> cousins, yes, I've like for hours. Like, it's crazy. Um, okay, so uh, maybe... Uh, We'll talk about that. We'll see if we can hook that up later. I'm a cousin, of course. This is John Lennon's here. Okay, I love you. Yeah. Um. So, so you like to rave uh, in ecstasy. Um. So what? Uh. What? What are you doing here again? You said to launch, launch your career. 
Yes, I come because my famous cousin live here in Las Vegas, big city of many lights and and uh, famous people and performance and and it's uh where you come and and I say if I'm going to make it, I got to make it there or any nowhere, you know. My cousin lives there, so I say come. Uh, I come see my cousin and he helped me and we become best friends. Um, we probably just arrive all the time and exercise together uh, while we sell a hundred million books. Um, maybe even collab on on a on a book or two or a story. Um, but yeah, that's basically why I'm here. So you to help me. Okay, so stop. Hold on real quick. So you came here to because you think I can help you become a writer like or get your book out is is that that that's the plan and nothing beyond that oh it's not no 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 that's that's part of the plan but it's a it's a major part of the plan mine part of the plan many will say but i of course i have backup plan don't worry. i mean what <laughs> am i stupid don't be ridiculous okay good you have a backup plan because i was gonna say you know is it that plan not a bad plan but not the best one either i first of all don't know how much help i could give you really doing anything besides maybe just pointing you in the right direction here or there giving you some helpful advice but there's nobody i can uh call to like just say hey put my cousin's book out no i know you probably cannot say that on the air and i understand we could talk later you because i know you could call mr bookstop up or something and say hey my cousin i know but we're not talking about it. you can edit this out yeah oh yeah i'm gonna edit um that but okay so but you said backup plan you had you mentioned a backup plan um which is good which is really really good so what do you um what do you, what do you, what is your backup plan? Do you have, uh, you're looking at some jobs, where you're going to stay? Oh, no. Uh, my backup plan is, um, first, number one, is two part plan. Number one, I become a professional gambler. And two, get the DJ residency here, um, in major hotel in Vegas. While I, uh, if I have to do those things to wait for my book, um, I'm prepared to just, you know, uh, but I don't want to do it forever. You know, it's like a DJ residency for a long time is, is exhausting i imagine i never done it uh n- n- but uh, i feel that it it will be but i'm really here for my book okay so hold on you're gonna become a professional gambler and then i'm a, a dj that has a residency here in las vegas yeah so that's that's it yeah that's what i'm going to do what do you know how to gamble what's your game all oh, my game is um arrive Right. That I thought that's that's your hobby. Well, I, yes, it's my hobby. It's my favorite game as well. Rave. Okay, so you can't bet on rave here, but uh, okay. Well, I figured out. I also do not know how to DJ. Really, I just like to listen, and I see them up there when I am at rave. Uh, they dance around, they jump, their hands move, um, they push things. I don't know if they push, but there's something. And I figure I could do that. I, I'm already, I have the accent. I'm already like, you know, my name is John Lennon Lemon. So they'd be like, oh, maybe he's a music guy or something like that. But uh, yeah, those, those are my plans. But I really feel like now that I'm sitting here talking with you and I think that um, it's, it's, it's it's just great. I feel the energy between us. I don't think I'm going to have to even learn what a DJ does necessarily because I feel like you and I were going to, uh, after this, do some ecstasy and we arrive a little bit. And then I really, I, I really, okay, just John Lennon, stop. Um, I don't know what I, I can do um, necessarily to help you here, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, 
I will make some calls. Okay. Yes, you make a call to Mr. Yeah, Mr. Bookstop. I call yes, because he's very important in the live scene, Mr. Bookstop. I know because he's on bathroom. I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna call him and uh, I'm gonna call Mr. Publish Von Breyer for you as well. Um, but we'll we'll do all that in a little bit. Um, let's wrap this up. I think I think it's okay. This is good. Is fine. Um, uh, well, I just want to say to the people, um, just keep an eye out there for John Lennon Lemon. I'm coming for you. Okay, I go to my book. I stab you in the face, but I get it. You start my face, but I get it. Well, I'm open. We could just okay. We'll we'll workshop it. Yeah, so we'll workshop it, cousin. Um, and I'm so happy to be here in Vegas, where I will be staying in your lovely home with your uh girlfriend. And wait, okay, so staying. Okay, so we got a lot to talk about after this. You know what? Um, tell you what, just uh, why don't you start? Getting that ecstasy ready for us. How about that? Oh, yes, I do. Absolutely. Um, where's, uh, do you want me to start the rave out here? Yeah, get bonies out there. Get the rave going um, and get that ecstasy all ready for us. Uh, I feel a feeling we're going to be doing some booth in here. And, uh, and uh, you know, what did the booth have? What is that now? Okay, we're going to talk about that uh, offline. So um, anyway, uh, John Lennon Lemon, my cousin from Eastern uh, European, Eastern European. Yeah, okay. Um, and thank you for being here. Uh, it's awesome to meet you. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll be hearing uh, more from you. And, and I'll keep everyone updated on your on your career and, and and all that. Well, maybe we do a podcast together, like a double one, where we talk something different, like John Wine and John Lennon, or you know, uh, maybe John Lennon and John Wine, right? Maybe let's all podcast together. Yeah, it's all of these things are things we're going to talk about uh, right when this is done, when we're doing all that ecstasy and raving out there. All right, I go to get it ready, and you wrap up the show. Okay, thanks. Thanks, John Lennon. Okay, bye. Thank you so much. I theater does. Bonnie, you get my ecstasy now. Okay. <laughs> Right, there we go. Um, so, a <laughs> little bit of an impromptu uh, adventure there. But hey, that was my uh, Eastern European cousin, John Lennon Lemon. And uh, apparently he's a writer too. And uh, we're going to see uh, what uh, happens with his philosophical horror career writing, uh, whatever. But uh, for now, you can always uh, check out me and everything I do over at johnwayneisdead.com. Uh, the show's page is up. Please go check out if I'm coming to your city soon. Come hang out at the booth. Come see me. Uh, go to the shop page there. You can get all of my books uh, and records and everything, and I will sign them and send extra stuff because I appreciate you so, so much. Uh, also, if you want to throw me a little extra support, please go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead or go to johnwayneisdead.com, hit that Patreon link, and don't forget to follow me at johnwayneisdead on Instagram and TikTok, and then my name, just John Wayne Kamianali on Facebook. So, also, oh, there's uh, one thing, I'm so, sorry, uh, okay, I'm wrapping it up. Okay, one single follow, um, when you look John Lennon up, um, it's John Lennon Lemon E-A-U, if you follow me, okay? Okay, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to put that. It's in the show notes. Okay, thanks. I'm going to ace the seals today. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>